Hi and welcome to this podcast by Gary Ryan from Organisations That Matter, titled How Little Things Can Make a Big Difference When Times Are Tough. Recently, I had the good fortune to perform an assessment on a division of a large financial organisation for the Customer Service Institute of Australia. As both a senior assessor with the Customer Service Institute of Australia and through our own Organisations That Matter service strategy, I have had the opportunity to observe many organisations who are striving to to deliver great service to their customers. More and more organisations have recognised the importance of treating their staff as their number one customers. You might like to see the blog and the podcast, Providing Great Service Means That Your Staff Come First, Not Your Customers. And there is a strong link between that approach to employees and the provision of great service. I also observed a number of terrific little practices that have produced significant cost savings and efficiencies for the organisations with, with whom I have been working. The team for, from the financial organisation that I assessed last recently shared a couple of significant results from implementing little ideas. Last year, the staff in the call centre where I was assessing were required to complete eight weeks of overtime leading up to the end of the financial year. With 120 staff in the call centre, that creates a significant salary overhead. This year, and partly due to the global financial crisis, only one weekend of overtime was required to complete the same amount of work with the same number of staff. A serious question is, how did they create such a remarkable efficiency improvement? Well, there were two little ideas that drove the response to this question. The first was that over the past year, they have created a work allocation system that more evenly distributes work, including ensuring that the work performed by the more senior staff in coaching other staff is recorded as real work for the coaches. In the past, this work was not recorded as real work for the more experienced staff, though that, so their system included a disincentive for experienced staff to share their knowledge. As part of a continuous improvement program where staff submit suggestions, a simple idea to change the system so that the coaches were recognised for their coaching work significantly changed the behaviour of those people. The resultant behavioural change also meant that less experienced staff started to access knowledge far more quickly than they had previously been able to access that existing knowledge. The result was that new staff were more quickly gaining the right knowledge at the right time to enable them to perform more efficiently in their work. The second little idea that has caused a major efficiency improvement for the team was as simple as pressing a button. Through the continuous improvement program that the call centre has created for its staff, one of the team members noticed that each of the 120 computers in the call centre took up to five minutes to boot up at the start of each day. There are a number of security firewalls that cause the slow boot-up time, but these are considered necessary by the institution for security purposes. One of the staff who arrived early every morning decided that while her computer was booting up, she would spend the five minutes walking around pressing the on buttons of all the 120 computers until all were activated, rather than just sitting staring blankly at her screen. This meant that when the other staff arrived, all they had to do was log in and they could commence work immediately. If you do the math and multiply 120 computers by 5 minutes by 5 days by on average 48 weeks, you will discover that it adds up to over 14.3 days of extra productivity over the course of a year. Two little ideas, one big saving. 
The key factor in these examples is that the organisation has created a culture where submitting ideas is considered normal. I was also shown a number of ideas that have not grown legs and won't be implemented immediately, but management is happy about that. They're happy to have ideas get created that at the moment haven't gone anywhere or maybe never will. Their perspective is, is that if two little ideas each year can produce such a significant benefit, then the system is working above expectations. The key point is, the communication system, the continuous improvement system, is about generating lots of ideas, most of which won't be activated, but the odd ones that are, are going to cause significant improvement to their system. Another interesting perspective on this story is the way that a downturn creates innovation, if you let it. While I wasn't provided a statistic from this organisation to support what I am what about to say, my suspicion is that there are a number of people still working in the call centre who might not have their jobs if the efficiency improvements had not occurred. When you consider the human impact that losing your job in a downturn can, rea- can create, that is a significant benefit not only for the organisation but the staff as well. So once again, there are ripple effects from the little things that you can do that can make a big, big difference not only to the organisation but clearly also to the individuals as well. You might like to visit www.studentsthatmatter.ning.com or our website orgsthatmatter.com to find out more information about organisations that matter and we encourage you to find out more information about joining our online learning community in terms of learning more from us through our blogs and discussion forums as well as the capacity to download more podcasts. Thanks for listening and I hope to speak with you soon.